Welcome to the Dr. Allie Griffith Show. This is where sparks of inspiration fly, and you'll feel ignited from real-life motivation. Through listening to this show, you'll discover your own uniqueness and learn how to transform negative energy into positive energy. In the end, you'll smile from the inside out, feel good about yourself, and produce amazing results. And here's your host, Ignite Coach, number one best-selling author, autism mom expert, and thought leader, Dr. Allie Griffith. What's up? What is up? And welcome to the Dr. Allie Griffith Show. Mindset, meditation, and motivation. Today you are in for a treat because I know I'm in for a special special treat. I have a beautiful young lady here with me. For those who are not watching, then that's your perfect time to jump into the YouTube channel so you can watch and see who I have. But you'll be able to see I do have Mallory Nicole who is here with us today and she is a dynamic entrepreneur that has been helping other entrepreneurs, corporate exec- executives that want to grow and create massive shifts in their lives. She helps them by renewing their subconscious mental barriers and implementing energetic changes to create a full, fully fulfilled life. I love all of that. Now tell me in one big spiel, what is it that you do? How do you impact the world? How do you show up so bright like you are in front of me? Dr. Ali, thank you. That was such a wonderful introduction. I love your energy, first of all. Um, and just to encompass that, I really help people that I work with see the blind spots that they are not able to see themselves. You know, there are so many super gifted, super smart, intelligent people doing all kinds of amazing, incredible things. And sometimes we just need that extra set of eyes to point out the blind spots. And then after the blind spots are pointed out, really take it a step deeper and understand why they exist in the first place and why they are there and what the purpose is of them and what we're there to grow and learn from with these blind spots and why they might keep showing up. So I really help people understand the things that they might not even be aware of right now that they're missing, why it's there, what the purpose is, how to remove it and how to step into expansion afterwards. Awesome. Awesome. So tell me then, what was your blind spot? What was that blind spot that came into your life that you had to learn how to get past, get through, get over, get under? What how long that? do we have? <laughs> All right. Tell me the main blind spot, the one that really got you activated into helping others. So my blinds, my biggest blind spot, just to, to narrow it in and be super clear and concise, my biggest blind spot was, um, the need for control. And I didn't realize that I was doing this. Um, but I grew up in a household that there was some, there was some trauma, you know, there's different levels of trauma in everyone's life, but mine was pretty steadily unstable for the most part of my childhood, as far as my parents were concerned. And there was just some crazy stuff. And I didn't realize that in all of that time, I actually developed some of my own thought patterns about what it means to be safe in the world and what it means when things aren't working. And I would go the extra step to 
worry and overthink and to feel like I needed to control situations because there was a part of my brain and a part of my body that were actually looking and craving for a safety measure when it didn't need to exist in the first place. But I didn't know this. I could not see this because as far as I was concerned, it's just who I was. It's just how I was. Oh my goodness. I so can relate with that. Um, I, I like you, if we had a very longer, longer, longer podcast, I'd have <laughs> of blind spots to tell you. And I'm sure my listeners have heard different blind spots throughout the podcast um, history. But one of my major blind spots I'd like to say was just the unexpectancy of divorce, right? Like you get into a relationship, you get married, you have this idealized white white house with the picket fence and the two-car mm-hmm. garage and all these great things. And then something happens or, or you know, a, a, a combination of things happen that turns into a divorce, turns into you no longer having this and pretty much getting that rug swept right under your pretty feet and like, okay, now what? Like I did yeah. not see that anywhere in this plan, Right. That wasn't in the guide. When I looked at the guide for my marriage and my life, I didn't see divorce in there. Where did it come from? Right. No, it wasn't there. So, uh, you know, overcoming that similar to you, I was just like, okay, uh, how do I just do this and still keep my head above ground and still keep that face in front of people? not realizing that I actually had to start working on myself. So what are some of the ways that you help your clients that come to you? How do you help them to get through those blind spots, those those moments of of, of, um, unexpected challenges or breakdowns? Yeah. And just to, to have total respect to anybody that's out there that might be dealing with what you're talking about or what I'm talking about, you know, it's, it's different for everyone. I just want to start off by saying that. So your subconscious beliefs were probably not the reason like divorce happened in your life. Like that's a a happening that happened and maybe it didn't seem like there was total awareness to it until it was like, Oh, we're here now. Um, but in the work that I do with my clients, I really help them the first portion of it is really diving into what the childhood programming looks like to why they're thinking what they're thinking and how they're acting and behaving. And that's kind of why I wanted to connect to the divorce piece there because that probably wasn't connected. It was probably not that, right? And our blind the word blind spots can mean different things at different points in our life and it can serve different purposes. So really helping people dive in to where they are blocking expansion. You know, For me, the control piece, I was blocking expansion all over my business and my life because of that. But I wasn't able to see those areas of growth because I was so ingrained in my pattern and I didn't know I could make a new one. And that's what I help a lot of people do is create new patterns because this concept of people don't change, you know, you've heard people say that people don't change. Well, that's just not true. If they don't want to change, they don't change. But our ability to grow and change is absolutely available for anybody on the planet. Oh my gosh, you just hit that in the nail. Um, I had a few people tell me, you know, who I am is what I am. And I am just, what you see is what you get. You know, I've said that a few times in my life also. And honestly, this week I was really processing that whole concept of what you see is what you get. And it's almost like me blocking the ability to get better. Right. Or yeah. to improve or to learn more yeah. about myself and, and figure out, well, I, I I'm not perfect. I know I'm not perfect. 
And if I want to grow and if I if I want to be with another individual who have their own concept or if I want to coach other individuals with their own beliefs, then I have to be open to the what else, the what next, the how else can I be better? What else do I need to listen to and how do I improve? So I love the concept that you're speaking about, about, about really tapping into that childhood programming and, and seeing how can we start moving and shifting past this concept of this is just what it is. Yeah. And, and our life is just what it is because I think a lot of people sometimes don't even realize because they haven't taken that step themselves to look at their life and go, am I fully fulfilled in all areas? Is my business a 10 out of 10? Is my marriage or my relationship a 10 out of 10? Is my health a 10 out of 10? Like, do I feel the way that I want to feel? And if your business isn't, you know, I help a lot of people that are feeling kind of stuck in their business. Maybe they've made a certain amount of monetary success and they're just not feeling it. Something in their heart is not on anymore. Why is that? And why does that exist? Well, there's usually some blocks that the person is thinking from and the lens that they're looking at life from that are creating it. It's not just a coincidence. It's not just, Oh, because, because your business is that way, you know, that's not, that's not it. There's a reason that your reality is the way that it is right now. And it all starts with the thing between our ears. Oh my gosh. So we're going into that mindset, you know, that's that topic that I love to tap on. So Give me one of your strategies that you may help one of your clients come out to like, okay, I'm one of your clients and I have a mindset of, you know, this is what I am. I'm not changing for the world. I love who I am. And that's that. Like, how do you help someone like me who I know I want to have a thriving business? I know I want to have thriving relationships, but yet I'm coming to you with the take me as I am. That's a great question, but I know that you're not like that because we wouldn't be on this podcast having this conversation if you were. I once was. It's really, really really hard to help people that don't want to be vulnerable. Mm. It's really, really hard to have growth in our own lives, period, if we're not willing to be be vulnerable. If you you can see me now, I raised both of my hands up because I was just like, I, I, yes, I understand. yeah, Yeah. And sometimes, you know, and that's, as, as you know, that's for you to kind of work through on that first call and see like, is this going to be a good fit or not? But sometimes you really have to help people if they do have that fire in them and they're like, I want to change, but maybe they don't believe that they can, mm. but they want it. You can feel it on their heart. They're like, they want this so bad, but they're stuck and they don't know how really helping them understand what that first lens is. You know, do you have a belief that you actually can't change? Do you have a belief that growth isn't available to you? And where does that start? And it, it is, it's a lot, you know, it's not sexy stuff. Like a lot of the stuff that I do in the beginning is looking at parental relationships and patterns. And what did your childhood look like? It doesn't have to stay that way forever. You know, we don't have to hang out there for the rest of our lives, but just to explore and see what that lens looks like. And understanding why, because why is a question that we don't really ask ourselves enough. You know, Mm. why are you doing what you're doing without judgment, without judgment? Why might you be doing that over and over and over again? You know, what is the story that you're connecting to this behavior that's creating this pattern that you seem to be having? And what's the repeated story? Because we we tend to repeat these stories so well until we believe them that there is no other story that can come in 
replace this story. I love it. They first have to be at that place of vulnerability. So uh, to my listeners out there that are just listening and thinking to themselves, am I open? Am I asking myself why? Am I diving a little deeper into myself? And if not, do I need some support? Do I need some help with getting past this past this moment of where I just feel stuck? Like I I, I know there's more. Somewhere in the in me, I just know that there's more. I just don't know how. You know, definitely you want to reach out to Mallory and, and, and Mallory and Nicole, who I just always attach the two together <laughs> and and, um, and see how she can support you. Also, of course, you can always reach out to me um, if, if we're in alignment to see how I can support you with some of that process also. Um, what I love about the platform and sharing the platform is that many of us do a lot of similar things, but yet everyone listening always have that design connection. It's a certain connection that you may feel. It's a it's an underlying spiritual connection tone that I bring others on so that you can sit there and say, wow, I really want to connect with her. Something about what she says resonates with her, you know, or another one of my guests or just me continuously in your ear. It's not for me to just always be like, Dr. Ali, Dr. Ali, Dr. Ali. That's not a responsible human being. My, my role is to bring whoever you need at this place that you are right now listening to get you to your next best why then your next best person your next best individual your next best you right so um quickly tapping into do you have any meditational practices do you have any spiritual practices that helps you um during those moments of challenges during mm-hmm. those moments of keeping yourself um zen or or um focused on where you want to go Yes. And first, I just want to like honor you for your abundant thinking and way that you collaborate with people because it's such a powerful thing and it, it really creates collective movement on the planet. So thank you for showing up that way. Um, there's two things that I revert to the most. The list is long, but there's two of my favorites. One is to tap into the body. So as far as, you know, figuring out Am I in alignment? Am I out of alignment? What's showing up right now? I love listening to what my body's trying to say to me because for a very long time, I did not do that. Like I did not do that. I listened to my brain and half the time I didn't even listen to my brain. I just let it overthink and overthink (laughs) and overthink. So now I love to close my eyes and just feel into it and feel into a thought or an idea and see, you know, is my chest speaking to me? Is my stomach speaking to me? Is it uh, fire? Does it feel good? Or does it feel like a no? Like what is my body actually trying to say? So that's something that's really, really helpful in making decisions Um, and then the other thing that I do consistently is write. I think that I have found more clarity when it comes to pen and paper than anything else in my life, as far as tools and practices that I use, just writing out my thoughts. I can get really clear on what's noise and what's real, if that makes sense. Absolutely. You know, the the great part about me bringing different guests on is I have 50 million practices that I do, but I don't want to bombard everyone. So I'm just always like, I'll bring someone else and they'll share something. And most often it's one of one of the ones I either use or would like to use. So the tapping into the body, that's definitely me. I had to learn that parenting a son with autism, um, dealing with a lot of different challenges. I had to help him to learn how to tap into his body to become um, uh, connected to what was happening. Like exactly what is it that you're feeling right now? Are you feeling this overwhelming 
a burning inside of you? Do you feel a calm? Do you see blue, you know, getting into colors and different parts of his body? Because sometimes he couldn't explain it when he didn't have the language. So I'd have him show me. So even for a mom or for an individual with special needs or just for you listening out there, the importance of tapping into your body is so important. And then writing. Like we are so caught up with the fingers moving and the mm-hmm. and, and the, the digital world that we forgot that there is right in writing. Like there is such a calming spirit. You solve so many things. You release so many things. So get back into journaling, you know, every day, whenever you can have a book near you. I have 50 million books with different thoughts inside of me. I'll get up in the middle of the night and I'll just start writing. And I feel a sense of clarity. Like as I begin to write, yeah. I've written myself from sadness to happiness. I feel you, woman. I have too. I feel you. I mean, and it's the stuff that comes out. You're like, oh, wow, that's what I was thinking. That makes sense. Now it's gone. Or now I have the answer that I'm looking for. Like it, it's, it's so therapeutic. Love it. Love it. Awesome. So if we were to leave our, our listeners, our audience out there with um, three tips on how to stay motivated towards whatever they're doing in their life, whether it's parenting, whether it's their only personal development, whether it's a business development, what are three tips that you would love to leave them with that have helped you to just stay motivated, even through those really rough moments? So the first thing that I think is important for all of us, and I try to remind myself daily of it too, is to just be a little bit easier on ourselves than we naturally are. Because I think our current state, the way we treat ourselves is usually not often the way that we would treat our son or our daughter or sister or you or me or whoever it is in our life. It's not the way we would treat each other. So just to start from that frame, be easy or on yourself. And then the second thing is to really start asking yourself why, you know, why might I be where I'm at? Why might I be seeing this pattern in my business? Why might I be hitting this income cap? Or why might I be attracting this type of client? Or why might I be resisting going on stage? Mm. You know, whatever that is, just get curious. It's not from a place of judgment. You're solely there to be curious about why your behavior exists the way that it does. And then the third is to really just remember that we're all the same. We're all the same. And whatever you want can happen. And the only reason that happens for some people and not for others is because of the way they think. I mean, that's really it. So really just tap into that mindset, like your mindset, the way you're thinking, the way you're not thinking, the negative thinking, the, the, the thoughts that sometimes stop you, that prevent you from being all these things. Sometimes it's all inside of your head. And I love the three tips that you just shared with them. Um, whenever you see me looking down, that's me taking my notes because I'm a student as well as a teacher. So I love Me learning. too. Like I said, we are all the same. <laughs> I love learning. So I'm um, just telling my, my watchers out there, if you ever see me looking down, it's just me taking notes because um, I want to learn just like you. So you, as you're listening to my podcast, if you're not driving, if you have a moment, make sure you're writing some of these things down because they're really, if you are here at this exact moment, if you are listening to both of us, then that means you were supposed to leave here with a message, with a change, with something to transform your life. There's a reason why you are at this moment, just, just like how Mallory, Nicole, and I, there's a reason why we are together right now sharing our stories, sharing our practices, and just sharing our journey, you know, being completely open and vulnerable with you because we want our vulnerability to help you to become just as vulnerable and then seek out your best 
lovely self that you are looking for. Um, it was such a pleasure um, having you as a guest. Can you leave our listeners, our, our, our watchers, our viewers on how they can continue to follow you, see you? We're going to type it down below, but we also want you to say it. How else can they um, stay in touch with you? Yeah, they can just jump to my website, Mallory-Nicole.com, and I'll just have the link on there because that's the easiest place to go. Mallory's spelled a little bit weird, so the link will be on the show notes or wherever Dr. Ali puts it. Thank you so much for <laughs> being you and having me on here. Thank you. Thank you. And Mallory, Mallory Nicole, I wish you all the best. Um, I am so grateful that you said yes to come out and serve my audience with your with your um, with your gifts, with the things thank that you were gifted with, and we receive it. So thank you for blessing us with your gifts today, and um, we wish you all the best and full abundance um, as you continue to move towards your journey. Thank you so much, Dr. Ali. You're welcome. Now, guys, remember my closing words and you guys is make sure you also check out another podcast. We have a lot more with a lot of other guests. You want to hear what they're saying. They're all leaving, leaving juicy, juicy information just for you, just for you. Don't miss out. They're nice and short and you will love it. Um, if you do need to have a consult with me, you know how to contact me. The information is below. Make sure you're following on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. But most importantly, with all of that, just remember to be amazing, be amazing. Love it. In, in your thoughts, in your words, and in your actions. Bye.